I am Reverend Deborah Phillips, and welcome to Discovering Spirit Within, a spiritual life center podcast dedicated to helping people discover and activate their personal relationship with the divine. I'm sitting here this morning with Donna Apodoni, who many of you will probably know from Cap Radio. She hosts Morning Edition and Cap Radio Reads. She's also an interfaith minister, and she's a speaker. And in a few weeks, she's going to be offering her class called Transformishing. Transformation Path, right? Or just Transformation? Transformation. There is a path involved, but that's a little bit separate. Anyway, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you with us again. Thanks. It's nice to be here, always. So we'll talk uh, maybe a little bit more. You can find information about the transformation class on the SLC website. But today, Donna, I wanted to talk about our attachment to to time, our arbitrary time. It's It's like, you know, this is the middle of December of 2020, and people are a little tired of 2020. And there's this this thing of like, you know, at the stroke of midnight on January 30, or on December 31st, and it becomes 2021, we want this magic bullet to come along and fix things. And I was thinking about what Emma, Emma Curtis Hopkins, you know, talks about how we need to name things. And we have to um, she, she always called, uh, there's the material, the physical, the material, the physical, and the, no, the, the material, the mental, and then the, um, the, uh, mystical and the material is when you name everything. The, uh, next one is when you name everything good. And then the last one, the mystical is when you stop naming things. Mm. And but we have to name things in order to make sense of them. If I couldn't tell you that I'm looking at a computer or that I'm talking to you on a microphone, we couldn't communicate. But then we try to put this meaning out into the world and try to control it. <laughs> and right now we want we want to get control back. So what's going to happen on New Year's Eve when it turns into 2021 and we're still we're still here? <laughs> mm. I know I'm just throwing this to you kind of out of thin air, but. Well, the first thing that occurred to me is a lot of people who have access to this will recognize the name of Wayne Manning, Reverend Wayne, Wayne Manning, who is a unity teacher and minister who was around this area for quite some time. And whenever anyone in front would say in front of him, you know, I lost control, he would say, ah, as if you were ever really in control. So that's the first thing that occurs to me. We want to regain control. I do too. I, I, I'm not immune to any of this. I want to regain control too, but I was never really in control. And it's a, just a, a good thing to remind myself of that. And as far as New Year's go, I, I kind of like the idea of a clean slate. In fact, you mentioned transformation. That's one of the things that we do. We look at what happens when we have a clean slate. But it's not attached to New Year's. It's fun to think about New Year's or you know any other holiday when we can establish that and start all over again. But we can start all over again anytime. I can do this at this point in December. I can do it again in April. There's nothing that dictates when I start over. It's completely my choice. 
So, yeah, we've assigned a, a date to it. New Year's Day. All right, get ready. This is when everything changes. But the world that we're in is ever-changing. And I, I, I think there are miracles all around us, but I can't count on one necessarily on January 1st. <laughs> well, and uh, as you're talking, I'm thinking how um, by having a specific date, that things change and the specific date when we have this clean slate, how much pressure people put on themselves, the I'm going to start a diet, the I'm going to start a new routine. And then by what is it, January 15th or something, most people have fallen out of that. And then they decide they're failures. And so there's this whole, whole kind of weird little mini culture around, around New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. That is a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah. But the other part of that is is what you just mentioned. We're so quick to call ourselves failures. We're just work in progress. And if you didn't lose weight in the first two weeks, why would you, or whatever your you know goal is, why would you give up then? Even if you, I'm not a resolution person, I'm more of an intention person. Whenever it comes up, when I see something about myself, when I learn something about myself, or when I see something that needs to be done, I say, okay, here's where I'm going with that. So it's, it's, um, it's a plan. It's not completely in the moment, but it's not attached to a date. But even if I set a goal for myself and say that at this certain, by this certain date, I want to have accomplished this thing, look at all the people who set goals for 2020 and then a pandemic started. Does that make them failures? Hardly. <laughs> it just means something else got in the way. And something is going to get in our way all the time. And we just work with that. Well, I like your distinction between a resolution and an intention. I think that's actually a really important um, distinction to make because somehow resolution carries this have to, gotta, should, um, end by, you know, a date date that it has to happen by, uh, and calling it a goal or calling it a, an intention is a, a completely different mindset. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was uh, it, it's a word that I use fairly often as we all do, but it seems to apply in this case, just a, a different way of looking at it and a different way of handling it. But it's still it's still a promise we're making to ourselves and to our community that we want to accomplish something and that we want to do something. And so it's still worth going after and worth keeping. If it's, if it's important enough to set that goal or that intention in the first place, then it's worth keeping up with and following through on after January 15th or whenever. But feeling the desire to do something is different from feeling the need to do something. Yeah, there is a big difference. There is, a, there is one different thing about 2021 that I'm really feeling, and I've heard a couple of other people say this too, that there, there isn't going to be this magical thing that happens at midnight and going into January 1st, everything will be perfect again. But there is this feeling that when this situation is over, when by vaccine or miracle or whatever, the pandemic is over, there is this feeling that there were things that we had put aside in life that we want to do now because they have different meaning 
because we see the world differently, because there are people who we care about. So there is something different about starting this particular new year and the intentions involved. And I think that's important. And I, I think it's community driven. I think it's, it's what we're going to be doing for each other, for, for others, rather than something that's completely um, of myself. But I think it is, that's what's going to be different in 2021. Not the resolution, but the intention and, and seeing the world as more fragile and seeing the world as a, a place where there's something we need to do. Well, and there's also not going to be this overriding political tension. I mean, I don't think that's not completely going to go away. But I mean, you know, the the presidential election just dominated I mean, you looked at the paper and it was either, either you know, pandemic or election. And that whole overlay of tension will be at least lessened considerably. And I think that that will help as well. But, you know, I'm hearing about, you know, people who have learned to cook for the first time. And so there's the, it, it, um, and because having to stay home and having to, to do things differently I'm really going to be interested to see how this starts to play out out in the world. You know, well, there are people who have never cooked or baked. There are people who are extroverts who never had to stay at home for this length of time. And they're figuring out how to do that. There are people who, uh, um, you know, there's look at all the parents who've been teaching their kids at home who maybe thought, never thought of themselves as teachers. They're parents, but maybe not academic teachers. And now they're looking at themselves and saying, wow, I didn't know I could do that in that way. So every all of us are finding out these new skills and habits and and uh, and congratulating ourselves on different accomplishments. And it, it really has and continues until it's over to change to change us to see how we look at each other in the world really interesting yeah and how many how many parents are going to have a different appreciation for the teachers now yes yeah yeah and we probably won't be complaining about our doctors the way we might have in the past either we like them a lot all of the medical community we have a lot more respect for even if we respected them before like teachers we're seeing them differently now too. Yeah, all the way around. It's fascinating. Yeah, all the way around. I mean, it's like, um, I think we take radio and TV and all of that for granted. And my personal experience of learning how to do this podcast, learning how to do videos, uh, you know, for um, church service, um, I have a huge appreciation when I sit and watch a movie and I see some really difficult scene. Uh, it's like I wonder how many times they went through that and. <laughs> And how many people are standing in the background who aren't on screen who you never even see? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or from, yeah. from mine, and, 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 you know, is that I've had to learn to stand there and give a talk to one person. I've had to, you know, learn, and, and because there's, we're very, very careful at SLC. And so when I go in to record something, it's just me and the AV, you know, my videographer, he's just, he's just the one. Um, in a mask, and I'm standing there talking, and right, um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, and, and and so maybe what we're talking about is part of this clean slate would be sure there's still going to be people people out there who are angry and upset and whatever, but I also think that there's going to be a lot more compassion 
because people understand what other people are experiencing. I mean, I don't think the introverts are having a lot of compassion for the extroverts who have to stay home because we don't get it. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What's the problem? (laughs) See, I'm an introvert with an extrovert's job. So staying at home for me is like, I am so good at this. This is really good. Yeah, yeah. But going to the grocery store, that's different. And that's another thing. Going to the grocery store, going to the places where we have had to go during 2020 with our masks on, We've learned to communicate differently Yes, because we're only seeing the top side of somebody's face. And we have to figure out by looking at someone's eyes and by letting them see our eyes, we have to create a way to communicate emotion, question, unhappiness, happiness, all of those things with half of our faces. So communicating now will be different. And one of my one of my colleagues at Cap Radio said, I wonder if we'll ever shake hands again. You know, it just, eventually all of this will change and we'll go back to what we've always done. But there will be a period of time where there is health, there is happiness, the masks go away, but we're still gonna be a little bit cautious about space Mm -hmm. and about touching. And so we have to go through all of that too. Yeah, I've noticed that, um, first of all, I had no idea how much... I relied on, on, we all rely on seeing each other, you know, how much lip reading we really do actually is I see your mouth moving and between what I'm hearing and what I'm looking at, I can understand you better. And then of course people are muffled with the mask on, but you know, there's always this little line in some novel is that the person smiled, but the smile didn't reach their eyes. And I'm noticing that more and more people are learning to smile with their eyes. Yeah. Isn't it great? Yeah. And that means when the masks come off and the bottom half of the face is seen again, there will be like a double smile because we'll be smiling from our eyes and smiling from our mouths. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So this is an interesting conversation because we do have a clean slate in front of us. It's just not necessarily on the date that carries the tradition. Yeah, and that's what I've been thinking about for, I don't know, weeks and weeks, because I have lots of time to think, obviously. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, it's just, and, and, and also just this, this human thing of, of wanting to just stop and start over. Um, we, we, we want do-overs. I think we naturally want do-overs, and in a way we get, the, get one this time. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of us do and a lot of us don't. You know, there there are a lot of families who don't get a do-over. There mm. are a lot of people um, because of their losses, they're, they're not necessarily looking at it as a do-over. But those of us who have not had that experience can do what we can do for them. So even right. though they don't have that luxury, um, we're not going to brag about our luxury, but we're going to put our arms around them figuratively and, and help them through that. So yeah, yeah, it's a different, uh, it's a different way that we help each other into the new era. And, and perhaps for the, some of the people who have lost so much, there will be a new start. Um, I hope so. You know, yes. for some of us, it'll be just a re-gearing up. Right. And for other people, it's going to be starting all over. 
it'll be starting all over with new traditions and new practices and new homes and, and everything else. But yeah. yeah, there is that opportunity to, to refresh life it differently. I think I've said this in another podcast. It's like, I'm now, well, how much, how often am I repeating myself? But it went through my mind not too long ago where I was talking about something was ending and, you know, and the whole thing of when one door closes, another door or a window opens. And what, what came out of my mouth was, yeah, but sometimes the doors are slamming so loudly, you can't hear oh, yeah. <laughs> the door, the other window open. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. yeah. And so there's, you know, it's a process. And I think maybe that's the other part that I've been thinking about is that, you know, we're so destination oriented with our goals and everything. And of course, there is no destination at all. <laughs> I guess there never has been, but we really feel that now, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then let me ask you a question. Now that we've talked about how useless it is to <laughs> do all of this <laughs> resolution building on January 1st, what will you, I don't mean what will you do on that day, but but how will you make a transition into 2021? What does that mean for you? Honestly, the new year um, in terms of that sort of thing has never really meant a lot to me because it's simply just for me, it's another day in the process. And it's a lot of like writing, learning to write the new year down if I'm, if I'm handwriting something. Um, I, I look at it, now that you've asked me, I have to think about it. I, I look at it as, um, as starting to gear up again for a, another round of, of, of life, so to speak. But I don't ever, I don't make resolutions. I don't say, you know, this year I'm going to change. It's just, it's, it's an ongoing process for me. But I, I guess I look at it as sort of like, okay, we've done this phase here, here we start another phase. So I do look at it as some sort of a starting, but I, mm -hmm. and maybe it's also being in the church. We've got, we've, we've done the whole church year. So we start over. And so oh, yeah. we start with all of the, you know, gearing up for what Ash Wednesday and then going into the Easter season. And so I guess maybe I think of it in terms of cycles. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah we're just cycling through. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. It has everything to do with uh, the church cycle and what we wear and when it gets dark outside, that whole cycle. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you have a cycle at Cap Radio, like, um, it's like when we were talking about coming up with this recording date, it was like, when is the, when is the, um... when is the fun drive? I can't talk to you during a fun drive. Exactly. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have those cycles. And of course, we have, you know, our work hours, like everybody else does. And yeah, all of that. We all have our cycles. Yeah, and cycles are really important. I mean, you know, the circadian rhythms of our bodies, and I mean, this is cycles and more cycles. And uh, probably what has been so difficult for people is all of our cycles have been disrupted. You know, people have this rhythm of getting up in the morning and going out to work and then doing this and then doing that. And then yeah. all of it was disrupted. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. everything. Yeah. And again, who knows how it will resolve itself. It may never be the way we knew it before, or it might go back there very quickly, or it might eventually, I mean, we just don't know. And the options are manifold. 
Well, and of course, we do know that there are many, many people who will continue to work from home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, yeah. the big companies are are figuring out that, hey, you can work from home and, you know. We don't have to keep the lights on or have as big a building. I know mm -hmm. for a lot of companies, that's a, a real eye opener and a real interesting transition. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, I think um, my guess is, is that we're going to probably see outward changes more like in the business world first and then as we get out among each other again it's uh, how how we treat each other um, yeah. i keep wondering if the young people are going to having been removed from their friends if when they see them in person they're going to get their their noses out of their phones and actually i really would love yeah. to see how that comes about what an interesting what an interesting observation that is. Yeah. yeah. And we all have, I and mean, we're looking at a, a generation that we're, we're identifying with their phones, but every generation has its habits and mm -hmm. we've all had to rearrange those. Yeah. Cause we have, I think as, uh, as humans, we've been taking each other for granted. You're just oh, yeah. there, Yeah, you know, I walk into the office and blah's there and blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah's over there. And, you know, we're just all there. Right. Right. Yeah. But recently not. Well, I think <laughs> compassion, compassion is going to yeah. be a big part of it. And just that love and light that we all have that we hide sometimes under a bushel. And, you know, now we'll, we'll really have a chance to appreciate each other more. No, I, January 1st is just one more day that we'll get to increase our appreciation <laughs> for each other. Yeah, I always look at New Year's Eve as just an excuse. The people who like parties, it's an excuse for them to have a party. Yeah, and, not uh, this year. I know. Not this year. I know. You know what will be interesting? There are those traditions about firecrackers and fireworks uh, informally on, on New Year's Eve. And I wonder if we'll hear more of that in the next couple of nights. I, I read recently that the, um, that they're thinking about in California about outlawing um, fireworks apparently over Fourth of July, the mm. couple of weeks running up to Fourth of July. They had more complaints about about fireworks than any other time, any ever. And yeah. of course, people were you know stuck at home, and so let's go. Hey, let's get some fireworks and let's yeah. entertain ourselves. Yeah, it was very entertaining in my neighborhood. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, no one went to the professional fireworks. There weren't any. So there were more parties in the streets, which was dangerous in terms of uh, coronavirus, in terms of COVID, but, but a lot of fun to sit in my backyard and listen to. Yeah. 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 But we're just, um, I just, I don't know. I just kept thinking about time is so, time is just a thing that we've made up to keep track of what's going on. It's like we had to name name time. We have to name things to sort them out. And it's like you and I had to agree on when we were going to get together to do this or we could never have. And, and, and then we get ourselves caught up in it and make it, make it mean more, I think, than, than it does. And right. brings us back to feeling like we're in control. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't, I guess if I can't go to the mall if I, if I don't feel like I'm in control or if I just don't feel like I have the freedom that I want to roam around. Mm -hmm. 
I haven't quite yeah. sorted that out yet. I think it's more yeah. of just, you know, I just want to go out and get out of the house and, and be free for a while. And then I'll come back into captivity. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just a little change of pace. That's, yeah. that's understandable. Yeah. 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 As long as you come back. As long as you come back, you know, so, um, yeah, so I just, I had just wanted to get your ideas on, on this whole, you know, magical, magic, magical time transformation. Yeah, I guess yeah, to, to some in review, I'll just say, I, I think having an opportunity to start with a clean slate is important, but the date and how we handle it is entirely up to us. Yeah. Thank you. Now, just for a moment, I am curious because I didn't have the opportunity when you present, when you did the transformation class at SLC last time, I didn't get the opportunity to go through it. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, and actually it started hmm, 16 years ago, maybe something like that. And then I took a break for a couple of years. It's a five-step process. And when you talk about the transformation path, that's just the path through the five steps. It does give us all an opportunity to start over and re not exactly reinvent ourselves, but look at ourselves in a little bit different way and say, where am I now? How can I step out of what's not been working for me and step into something that will work a little bit differently? And then how do I completely engage with that? And, and how do I make it happen? It's far from a resolution, but it does seem to entice people and engage people right around New Year's because of that tradition of, of starting over again. But at any time, we have that opportunity and knowing the transformation path and I invented this, by the way, for, my, for myself. There was a, a point 16, 17 years ago when I just really needed to start over, really needed to put aside some stuff that wasn't working for me. And I said, how am I going to do that? And the only process that I've ever worked with in my life that I know really well has to do with persuasion. So based on the old 1930-something communication theory called persuasion theory, I walked myself through that and it evolved into what I now call the transformation path. So I know this stuff works because I've been doing it for a long time. And I also know it works because a lot of people have gone through this class over the years and have gotten a lot out of it. So, you know, we're going to work together. This time it's on Zoom. We've never done it on Zoom before. And that's really exciting. Um, it changes a lot of how we're going to work together. But you know, I'll talk a little bit. Some other people will give some feedback. And what happens is that through the uh, process of the six-week class, every Monday evening in this case, through the process of the six weeks, things just kind of pop into people's heads and hearts. And all of a sudden they're saying, you know what? I, I always wanted to start something. I always wanted to volunteer somewhere. I always wanted to coordinate this thing and I never did it. And now is my time. And this gives them a chance to, uh, to, to work that out and, and figure out how they're gonna do that. And it's amazing in six weeks time, what we all come up with. It, it, yeah, it's just amazing when you move one little twig, you know, it's, it's like, it just, 
the whole the whole thing starts to activate and yeah. uh yeah. that's uh that's yeah. really really cool and of course that just blends in so well when we scheduled this we didn't know that you were going to be getting this that on the um, out there so um, what a nice convergence of of intentions well isn't that how things work out sometimes yeah it is. you don't you don't have to know always where you're going you just have to know you want to get someplace yeah well donna thank you for being with me this morning and um i um, hope we will see you back on discovering spirit within in the new year in the new year. Thank you, Deborah. It's always a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you for listening today. Discover Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center Sacramento. If you feel inspired and want to show your appreciation and support, please go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the sons and daughters of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.